Ever think you need to overhaul your entire internal operation of your business? Well, if you haven't, if you have done that, then you're in for a treat today because today I have a, I'm going to change things up a little bit and I'm actually going to have a guest who is a, whose mantra is voice, power, and confidence. She is a goal-oriented business owner with a passion for achieving positive results. As an emotional intelligence uh, business and executive coach, she changes the way businesses engage their employees and clients. She emphasizes the human element with a focus on diversity and inclusion. She is an active member of the Tri-State Diversity Council here in New Jersey and an advocate for the women, professionals, and entrepreneurs. Through her educational talks, workshops, and writing, she inspires women, leaders, and business owners. She actually launched her own business in 2013, and it's called Your Choice Coach which leverages business strategies, emotional intelligence, and executive coaching to help companies become more human to realize results. Now, that's a powerful thing. So, without further ado, let's get going with today's episodes. So, episode five starts right now. Hello and welcome to Marketing Solutions for Local Businesses, the podcast where you will discover all the latest and greatest digital marketing tools, tips, and strategies you will need to implement in order to stay ahead of your competition. If you are not getting the results you are looking for from your digital marketing efforts, this is the podcast for you. And now, here's the host of our show, the local business guy himself, Frank Deming. Hello, everyone. This is Frank Deming, the local business guy, um, coming to you with another episode of Marketing Solutions for Local Businesses. And in this episode, as I said in the pre-intro, is a special one because I'm going to have a guest today that's going to enlighten you tremendously. And we're going to be talking about International Women's Day, Foundations for Creating an an Inclusive Culture. I am so excited about hearing about this, and without further ado, I'm going to introduce um, my guest today, and I know I've already said some things about um, her earlier, but her name is Simone Sloan, who is an MBA, and Simone, uh, you you know what, Simone, first of all, are you out there? I am. Hello. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for doing this. Um. I, you know, I, I know I said a lot of great things about you in the pre-intro, but why don't you uh, introduce yourself briefly so in case someone missed the pre-intro, they understand who Simone Sloan is. Sure, sure. Thanks, thanks, and thanks for having me. Um, you know, my company is Your Choice Coach, and we do executive coaching work 
training and business strategy and really focused on the emotional intelligence. We understand that, you know, as, as human beings, right, we are going to, to, to get things done. But the how in which we get things done is really important because are your team still, is there a trust net there? What about connections and collaborations? And are they willing to go that extra mile for you the next time? So really looking at how to make people managers better, humans, to realize those results. And that's what we do. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's, uh, <laughs> that's outstanding. So I'm, I'm very excited about this. I, I just have a few questions, if you don't mind, so sure. that our listeners can be a little bit more enlightened of what to do and what you do and how, we, how basically you can help them, actually, yes. really for my listeners to, to see how my guests can help them. So, you know, I, I understand through my studies of you and, and you know, uh, researching you and stuff that, that you do diversity and inclusion so when it comes to diversity and inclusion, are there common challenges that you, first of all, what is diversity and inclusion? Sure. What does that mean? That's Absolutely. a very interesting term. I mean, I, I have an idea what it is, but just in case some listeners don't. And are there common challenges that you observe with companies in which you work with? Sure. And I just want to go a shout out because it is Women's History Month, March is, and we just came yes. up a huge celebration of International Women's Day. Um, so, <laughs> so I just want to do that shout out to all the women out there, all the professional business women who are rocking it. Um, but when we talk go. about diversity, diversity is really around all the characteristics of who we are, right? So if you think about it from gender, if you think about it from sexual orientation, you think about it in terms of race, ethnicities, all of these things, it, it, included right and so even if you even want to broaden it out in terms of thinking of in terms of how we work our ge geographical locations our values all of these things play into what diversity is inclusion now is a space allowing all of these different characteristics to really show up powerfully and i say that because people are always wanting to be themselves authentically but maybe the environment the culture the system in which we operate doesn't allow that. But what inclusion does allow is the space to create that. And so, wow. it's, and so sometimes people collapse diversity and inclusion. And I ask, often ask that same question. What does diversity mean to you? What does inclusion mean to you? Because it means so many different things. Exactly. And so basically what I do is say, you know, in terms of rather than collapsing it, let's look at it differently. But in order to get the dynamics of the engagement piece, that many people want, you need to have both of them in that equation. Wow. That's, that's pretty interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. that, 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 that is pretty, so, so out of curiosity, because, you know, again, this, that I've never heard it actually explained that way. Hmm. So it kind of spurred me on to something else. And okay. I'm sure some of the listeners are thinking about this as well. You know, why should companies care about moving towards an inclusive culture? Sure. And I think going back to the first question you asked in terms of the, some of the challenges, right? And mm -hmm. when you think about it from a diversity and inclusion standpoint, it's the right thing to do. And companies know it's the right thing to do, but then it might be like, well, how do we approach this, right? What, what is this that we're, we're getting into? So it's more around the commitment, the approach, right. the accountability, right? And resources to back it up. You asked in terms of then um, why should they care? Well, we're all in it for business, right? And when you right. think about it from the perspective of your marketplace, you think about it from the people you're trying to hire, the people who are, who are in your organization, 
all of those things, it's a really a, a business case that comes to it because yes, it's the right thing to do, but why? And if you look at some of the studies that have come out from, 20, they say 2040, 2050, whichever study you want to look at, there's not going to be an ethnic majority. And if you think mm. about that, that's a huge thing, right? That's a huge shift in terms of the demographics of your marketplace. And if you don't understand what that trend looks like, how are you going to be able to connect to them? How are you going to um, influence them? How are you going to just have a conversations to, it, to move them towards your branding as opposed to someone else's, right? Yeah. You know, um, when, we, I was, when, I, when I did your, your intro, your bio, you know, you've been around since 2013. So I'm, I'm assuming you've seen a lot of this. Um, um, you know, talk a little bit about that, but also um, can, you, can you tell us, you know, where, where can someone start with this? Because, yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, this is something that's fairly new, at least to me, this is fairly <laughs> new. Maybe some, other, maybe some other people have heard of it, but, you know, hey, I'm a baby here. So I, I'm, I'm, I, I, can, <laughs> I can admit that. So where can someone start with something like this? Absolutely. And, you know, think about it in terms of, and because I, I work with a lot of small businesses also, and really changing their mindset about the data that you have. For example, who's coming to your website? And if you notice, maybe it's a, it's a half and half, 50-50 in terms of gender, right? Are you, how are you speaking to your male counterparts as opposed to the females? Or are you just doing it blindly? That's one way to kind of rethink how you're communicating and connecting to your demographics. Secondly, is in terms of if you're looking at it from hiring, are you going to the same places for hiring? Or are you stepping out of the box and, and looking at different avenues different perspectives, different ideas to bring to your organization that you might not have, right? Thoughts, right? insights. Hmm. So it's, in it's, it's kind of sounds like a, correct me if I'm wrong here, but it kind of sounds like an internal rebranding, if you will. It is. It very much so is because it's a mindset shift that's taking place. It's a culture within your organization to take a look at it. And I know sometimes when we're small businesses, we're not even thinking about culture because we're trying to get things off the shelf and our services in, in, you know, in front of someone else. So that's like probably the last thing you're thinking about. But as you are growing, you're hiring people and you have a set of values that you want to make sure it continues to, to, to be operationalized across your business. And so if, if diversity, and inclu- diversity or inclusion is not even in one of your, if your values, that's another place to take a look at and say, well, why isn't it? Or I never thought about it and maybe it should be because then it becomes more intentional around your branding, around your communications, right? And around your behaviors. Wow. That's, that's, that's right. That's, that's really interesting. So you've, you've, I'm sure you've seen a lot since 2013. Can you talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. When you think about it, even going back to just looking at demographics, right? Just for example, mm-hmm. um, for biracial populations. Right. I think back in 2007, single percentage digit, right? And I think it was like four or 3%. And that was considered fast moving at 2007. (laughs) If you look at the Pew reports now, you're talking double digits, right? And it's stretching across all generations, across the populations, across all cultures, across all geographies, if you will. So just from that perspective alone, but (laughs) what's interesting too, is that 
when you look at companies and they have more hierarchies, you'll find that in the lower levels of the organizations, you'll get more, you have more diversity, more women, more people of color, maybe Asians, Latinx, um, African descent. But right. as they try to progress up into the organization, you'll find that there's a huge fall off. Why? What's happening? And wow. so when you, people are looking at your products, small businesses, large businesses, they're looking at, okay, what are you selling to whom are you selling it to? And what does the, what does your leadership team look like? And if people are saying, well, you know, I don't think you're really, I don't see anyone who looks like me. Why should I buy from you? Right. Right. right? And so it's we, like redoing yeah. lead your presentations and everything, like your PowerPoint presentations to make sure there's a, there's a nice diversity on there. Right. Is Absolutely. Like yes. And you have to be very intentional about that. And I call a lot of my clients out for that too. And said, well, <laughs> in terms of your populations, why do you have all males on your, on your presentations? Where are the females? Where you, I looked at your data and you do have, you know, people of color coming to your sites. Why don't we have representation there? So really getting them to really think about how they're communicating, how they're presenting, how inclusive they're, they're being visually as well as in their communications. Wow. That's pretty, that's pretty interesting. You know, Simone, I, I am a huge advocate of Tony Robbins. Mm. Uh, I've, I've gone to see him several times. He's got a course called Business Mastery. I'm sure you're familiar with that. Yep. And one of the things he talks about a lot, I mean, a lot, he talks about mm -hmm. company culture. He talks about that. I mean, almost like there's a all like like a half a whole half day that talks about yep. culture what is your co company culture yep. you know are you a, are you a you know stuffy type of business or you're a loosey-goosey type of business or you're a millennial business etc cetera, etc cetera. he gives you all that kind of stuff so right. out of curiosity what behaviors should companies reevaluate at, as it, it pertains to their culture Oof. wow okay so that's a really great question. And I say that because there's so many different ways through which to answer that. And there's no, there's no one bullet answer, right? In terms right. of that silver bullet to it. But if you look at, I don't know. And sometimes I start. But, hey, that, and then I tell you, Simone, that we only look for silver bullets in this. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to warn you about that. Uh-oh, no. uh-oh. <laughs> um, really and truly, I look at it from... I start with the baseline. What are your values and how are you operationalizing them? Meaning you say these words, but are they really alive in your organization? And do pe can people actually tell you what they are, right? Because if you ask people, they may have a whole other list of values that they see in the organization. So how consistent are you with that, first of all? Right. Then looking at leadership, right? Your, your business team, your business owner. Right. Hmm. And from the example, leading by example, if you right. want people to show up on time to your meetings, are you showing up on time to your meetings? <laughs> <laughs> Those are some of the things I look at. Then also in terms of the um, what are the breakdowns? Because you, things are changing so rapidly and how adaptable and flexible are you? within your organization, within the company, right? right. Is it just going down one way and sticking to it regardless, even though you might have people who are younger than you who see different things, are you open and being flexible to hearing some of their insights, what right. they see in terms of that lens? And that's also another thing too that look, I look at that. Then where do the breakdowns of your, when you're trying to do initiate a change, where do the breakdowns take place? 
What are right. the biases that you have that might be hampering you to move forward? And then looking at it from, are you being really true to your vision at the end of the day? Right, right. right. That's outstanding. You know, listeners, I, I got something that wanted to share with you. Uh, in, you know, we'll, we'll get more into this later, but um, Simone has an article that she'd like to share with everyone. And I'm going to put a link to it in the um, show notes. And it's, you know, it's basically how to build an effective team by shifting from one, uh, uh, from me to we. That's, that's an awesome title. Uh, and and that's one of the things that Simone's going to be uh, distributing here as a, as a result of being this podcast. So I, I'd show, I I suggest you guys check that out in the show notes here and 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 you know kind of uh, uh, consume that that content there. But let me ask you, uh, who do you normally work with? Like, who's your ideal customer? Mm. My ideal customer, they have at least fifty to seventy-five. Um, people in their organization. And I say that because they're rapidly growing and they're rapidly hiring, but they don't really have a, a handle on the culture. And as a result of that, it, that's where I say it, get, it gets really fugly in terms of what that culture looks like, right? So it's a great opportunity to put some other processes in place in terms of your, I call it talent management process, how you are right. hiring, how are you offloading? Also in terms of how are you, um, looking at your, the values that you have and bringing that into the interview process um, from that perspective. And so also it's a great opportunity to, where are you in your gradient of the organization? What is working, what's not working? Because you might think as a business owner, things are rocking. Yes, sales are great. But internally there are things that people may not be telling you or okay. feel comfortable sharing. And so really getting a gradient and understanding of, of what's, what do people really feel and what they really need. Okay. And what um, do you work primarily with women-owned businesses? Is it do you have a typical uh, type of demographic there? No, I equal equal uh, equally, and it's <laughs> oh okay. So you equally males and females. So you're uh, equal, equal opportunity coach, huh? Equal opportunity coach. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, but I'd really look at the, 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 the size of the organization in terms of number of people, because I think that really drives the overall um, um, helps. It helps them to kind of really steer it and what's going on from a cultural perspective and helps the um, business owner get it more strategic in terms of not only the strategy, execution, cash flow, but the people and the people piece is a huge piece because we're putting so much time there. Right. And if you're not getting the ROI there in terms of their happiness, then you're, it's going to, it's going to ricochet back out into your, your marketplace and that's, oh, your, that's, and that's your customers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that's outstanding. So, so your website is Simone Sloan.com as well as your choice um, Other than your websites, how, how else can people get a hold of you if they have any oh. questions directly or if they just want to check your, your business out? They can check me out on LinkedIn, actually. Um, I'm Simone Sloan. You can look, search me LinkedIn. On that's Twitch, how you and I met, right? Yes, that's exactly how. <laughs> <laughs> the power of LinkedIn. Um, right. And then also Twitter, Aim, Inspire, Grow. You can uh, send a tweet there too, or a message. And then Facebook, you can reach me at Your Business Greatness. 
Awesome. Awesome. So I, I am going to, again, I'm going to put all that stuff in the show notes. So in case you're driving, I don't want you guys to, to, you know, to crash or anything like that. Don't worry about it. It's on the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this has been wonderful. Uh, Simone, is there anything else that you would like to share with our listeners? Any, any, any insights, anything that you see coming up as change in 2020 or 2021 or et cetera, et cetera? Well, there's so much uncertainty, but you know what? As long as you're able to be adaptable and flexible in the uncertainty, that's key. I'd also say in terms of how you um, take in the insights, make sure everybody is being heard. Even the ones who are being quiet because they're the ones who mostly have a lot to say and can help you move that business forward. Oh, I like that. That's a that's an awesome closing statement. There. So, <laughs> once again, Simone, it's this has been a great, great interview. Thanks. I really, really appreciate you uh, coming on the show. Um, you know, I I know the listeners got a lot of it. Again, I'm gonna put all of her links in the show notes. Take a look at that article: How to Build an Effective Team by Shifting from Me to We. That is going to enlighten a lot of uh, teams, a, a lot of business owners. I, I think you guys are going to love it. So again, I'll, cl- I'll include that in the show notes. And um, for all of the listeners, um, again, this was Frank Deming, the local business guy with marketing solutions for local businesses. Um, you guys can always reach me on Facebook. All my links are in the show notes as well. LBMSLLC.com is the website. and out you know that's that's it for this episode take care and i'll see you next week bye for now thanks for listening to another episode of marketing solutions for local businesses the podcast where you will discover all the latest and greatest digital marketing tools tips and strategies you will need to implement in order to stay ahead of your competition forget any links that were mentioned during the broadcast will be available to you in the show notes so be sure to grab them while you have the chance incidentally if you have any topics that you would like for us to discuss on the show be sure to send an email to the email provided in the show notes or click the contact us link and let us know what topic you would like us to help you with and we'll be sure to add it to our schedule if you would like for frank and his team to look at your digital marketing presence and give you a free evaluation, simply click the request a free consultation link in the show notes to get a hold of them. That being said, until our next episode, make it a successful digital marketing day. Peace out.